Hi, I'm Julie Macken. This is the 5-Minute Advocate. Nearly four weeks into the new Albanese government and it feels like someone has finally pressed start on the stopwatch. Time is again rolling forward instead of around and around. So things are not only happening, things are getting done, like the energy crisis, the climate crisis, cost of living crisis, housing crisis. The machinery of government that deals with these issues is slowly groaning into life and cranking up the speed, which is why now is a really good time to think about the machinery of government, or more particularly, the public service, or actually, more specifically, home affairs. Home Affairs is the super department that has created history for all the wrong reasons. It's made of, uh, sorry, it's made up of the Department of Home Affairs, the Australian Border Force, the Australian Criminal Intelligence Commission, Australian Federal Police, the Australian Institute of Criminology, the Australian Security Intelligence Organisation or ASIO, and the Australian Transaction Reports and Analysis Centre, which is Austrac. It has policy responsibility for Commonwealth law enforcement, countering transnational and serious organised crime, counter-terrorism, cybersecurity policy and coordination, counter-foreign interference, transport and civil maritime security, emergency management and critical infrastructure protection, border protection, the facilitation of trade and travel, immigration and citizenship and multiculturalism and social cohesion. So just reading that out loud makes the first problem and the root of its historically bad reputation pretty apparent, I reckon. Here's a department that is largely, almost exclusively focused on national security and border protection, both real and virtual. And almost as an afterthought, it's also tasked with immigration, multiculturalism and social cohesion. Look, you don't need to be a McKinsey shill to know that when an entire department is decked out in quasi-military paraphernalia, when its primary focus is national security, there's a big chance social cohesion will be enforced through pretty blunt instruments and immigration will be seen through the lens of national security, both economic and militarily. That's the department's first problem. But there is also the problem of its history The Department of Immigration was formed in response to the creation of the White Australia policy. So its DNA is keeping Australia white for the white man. That was its job. There was a brief break in this from 1972 to 1996, when both Labor and the Liberal governments worked to create a multicultural Australia and actively recruited those from diverse backgrounds Uh, into the Department of Immigration. So it became a department that had expertise in every country across the globe. People who came from those countries, knew their history, could speak their languages, worked in the Department of Immigration. There were social workers, you know, it was a really different place. This is no longer the case. When John Howard sent the SAS onto the Tampa and confronted refugees at gunpoint to stop the captain of that ship from proceeding to the closest country, which was Australia, he began the transition of turning that department into a quasi-military outfit that it is today. And, of course, finally, all those medals given out, the new black military uniforms. I don't even know where to start with the idea that black shirts is a good idea for uniforms in a multicultural department, though I assure you there's no accident in that. Anyway, all of this retooling costs a great deal of money. 
Which brings me to the final point. This department has been repeatedly criticised by the Australian National Audit Office for waste and mismanagement of contracts running into many, many billions of dollars. Its most recent report highlighted how the company tasked with the protection of our northern borders, I know you like me probably thought we had an Air Force to do that, but no, that was outsourced, to a company that has spent hundreds of millions of dollars or rather been paid hundreds of millions of dollars and almost never achieved any of their KPIs. Not that that stopped them being given contract after contract. So this kind of thing demonstrates just how much national security is really about a performance of national security rather than any fair income effort to keep the joint safe. And almost all of this has been driven and implemented by a bloke called Mr Mike Pizzullo. He's the boss. Real, sustained and humane change begins with a change of government But if it doesn't move to the public sector and these kinds of structures, like our national security, it will also just become a performance of care rather than the real thing. It's time for absolute root and branch reform of that department.